and welcome to the Curtain Call Podcast, and we're your hosts today. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. and today the musical quote of the day is, Diamonds are a girl's best friend, from Moulin Rouge. Today we're joined by my friend Sonia, um, and also featuring Julia. So do you guys want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Sonia. Um, I do theater stuff. I'm happy to be here today. You're a current freshman. Yeah, I'm currently a freshman studying theater at Carnegie Mellon University. Yeah, me too, and I'm Julia. Um, Julia, you're actually way better at talking because you're, like, coherent with your words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you both just want to introduce yourself? Like, what's your major? Um, like, where are you from? Kind of, like, your life story. Me, um, uh, we're, we're both majoring as, like, design and production students in the School of Drama at Carnegie Mellon, and I was born in Michigan and lived there for 10 years, and now I live in, like, eastern Pennsylvania. I'm from California. I lived there my entire life. I, uh, started doing... Well, I, I, I dabbled in theater as a child, but I first did uh, technical theater my sophomore year of high school, liked it, stuck with it, and now I live in Pennsylvania as a theater design and production major. Okay, um, so can you tell us a bit about your involvement in theater? Yeah, like what, what do you do? Yes. Well, I don't really do anything. <laughs> um, I did a lot of like filmy stuff in high school and didn't do any theater really. And now, well, I was told that like if because I I want to do film and I want to work in the film industry in the future and I want to design sets for film and other things because that's super funsies and I was told that most people in film like to hire people who have like a theater background so that's why I'm here and I'm just learning all the basics of theater so I haven't really worked in theater just yet. I started getting into theater only a couple years ago. Uh, My sophomore year of high school I joined the stage tech class at my school and it was kind of weird because that school year was fully online so we were doing zoom productions and zoom theater which was kind of a weird introduction to stage tech but i got into doing a lot of props and scenery stuff and i did that for a couple years and now that i'm in college i plan on learning more about scenery stuff not entirely sure whether i'll go into theater film or concerts or whatever but yeah that's the plan so for context so i met julia and sonia at the carnegie mellon free college program so it's really cool to see how you're like in the actual school now like as like students so do you want to talk about like kind of like would you recommend um going to the pre-college program and like what sparked you to like guess continue going to the school I, I had a I think pre college was a positive experience for me. I learned a lot. Um, prior to doing pre college, I had never, I guess, 
done theater stuff outside of the context of doing it for a specific show. So just doing things for the sake of doing it in a class as a class project was a new experience. and I really enjoyed it. I liked uh, meeting people outside of my high school who also did theater and art stuff because I had spent, you know, like the past year or so only working with the same, you know, handful of people from mm-hmm. my school. Um, and yeah, I think I learned a lot. And I guess that I liked sort of the, I guess, vibe of the school and how things are taught and the faculty. And I really liked the town and the school. And I wanted to go somewhere uh, kind of out of state in a different part of the country that I had never lived in before. So Pittsburgh is that. And yeah, I like the setup of the program too. Um, how you sort of learn everything for a couple of semesters before narrowing down into your specific major. That was one of the big things about the program here that I really liked and really wanted to have in a college that I went to. Cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed pre-college. I felt like for somebody who didn't have, like, a theater background, it was really helpful to learn, like, what college doing theater is like. And also, it really helped me with applying to college. And I think that was really important. Like, it gave me, like, something to talk about in interviews and also gave me stuff to put into my portfolio and sort of guidance to that. And... um that's why I'm honestly here is because it was honestly it was helpful to be able to go to a place that I was comfortable with and already like new professors and I feel like that really helped me out but yeah yeah I think we both got a lot of I guess portfolio and interview help over the summer I know that I was able to get feedback on my portfolio and resume and stuff that really helped me and I was able to like walk into the rest of my college admissions process feeling more confident yeah for sure hey that's so great um and could you tell us a bit about sort of the transition between doing like high school theater and then going into like university or college um and like the differences sort of between those scenes yeah and we acknowledge that you've been here for like what like a month um three weeks Three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. But yeah, so like, have you noticed anything that's like significantly different? Well, where do you begin with that? (laughs) The whole thing is different. I mean, it's already like the differences of being in college versus being in high school. Mm. And then like, I think that every educational theater program has a very specific vibe and setup of its community. And I know that the vibe of the community here is wildly different from my high school. Do you feel like more like inclined to participate in like extracurricular, like theater stuff? I mean, I know that it is your major, but like, I suppose like even in crew and all that. I, it's actually interesting because they have a lot of like extracurricular drama club and stuff and Scotch and Soda, which is a theater troupe. And it's really interesting because I feel like every in the DP program, at least people I've talked to, some people are interested in doing theater outside of classes. But me personally, I'm getting like all the theater I want in my classes mm. and clubs and stuff I do outside of classes. I like to do something else with my time. Um, well, like I've personally been told multiple times like that we actually don't really have time for outside things. <laughs> There's oh. also that. <laughs> 
So I think some people are able to juggle it, but you have to have, they say that you have to have the passion to do that. And I don't necessarily have that because yeah. I'm already stressed as it is. Um, so I'm personally just fine with dealing with my classes right now. But also, I mean, right now we don't really have the opportunity to work on shows in that much. I mean, we will start doing more crew stuff, but I personally have not. Yeah. And so, but I haven't really done theater, so there is no transition. Yeah. Other than like it's classes being different, I guess. For me, it's this is like the longest. I also didn't do any theater over the summer really because I just kind of wanted a break and stuff. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Been a lot my last year of high school, and um, it's really interesting interesting to be here and there's shows going on but i'm not you know on the run crew for any of the shows because i'm i'm on a spring julia and i are both going to be on run crews in the spring semester mm, okay. half our classes on fall semester run crews but um well i have crew calls starting next week I don't, oh i have crew calls every single day next week uh, oh, it means that I have to be in Parnell from 6.30 to 10.30 p.m. every mm. night next week to do lighting and video stuff. But it'll be fun. That's that's really cool. Um, I know you touched a little bit on, like, the environment of, like, high school theater. And so, like, as someone who's, like, obviously been through that, done that, um, and come out of the other side, um, what was no. it? Sorry? relatively unscathed <laughs> um what was it like to interact with students but also like be in a leadership position like stage managing like other students in high school yeah being a high school stage manager is kind of a really weird experience um I did it for a bit in uh my high school I well it's kind of it was kind of I stage managed like two and a half shows mm-hmm. um and it's it's interesting because everyone's sort of your friends outside, but then you have to be the boss of everybody. And sometimes I think it's really tricky to figure out how to, I guess, be everyone's boss while simultaneously being friends. Mm-hmm. And I know that at my high school um, stage managers, we were like in the audition room and stuff. So we knew a lot of, I guess, confidential information about people um, and about the audition process and what uh, the directors and stuff were saying. So because of that, uh, it also just kind of creates a little bit of a weird experience of, you know, knowing things about your friends that but you can't talk to them about it. But it's fun. I liked it. It was uh, because a lot of it was also just hanging out with some of my best friends in the booth. And it, it's fun. Mm. It's fun. I'm actually going to be um, stage managing for the first time yeah. um, for our production of <laughs> You Guys Won't Even Guess oh. It. Our production of She Kills Monsters. <laughs> oh my god. I That was the first show I ever did tech for. And while it holds a sentimental place in my heart, I also think I have some unresolved trauma from that production. Truly. It, mm, it's going to be interesting. Because yeah. I feel like She Kills Monsters as a show often gets used by high schoolers as sort of like a way to be like, ooh, look at how diverse Yeah, cool. that's exactly what our school is doing. Yeah. Think, like, 
Yeah, it's it's an interesting. Oh God, in my school, so they they released a, a Zoom edition. There's also five billion editions mm. of the show, but they released a Zoom edition of it specifically intended to be used in Zoom productions, mm. and that's what my school did because it was a Zoom thing, and. It was it was very nice to be able to still do theater even when online, and I I mean I think for a Zoom show we we put together a pretty solid production, but God I hate that script. I yeah. some editions of the show have that weird like the weird teacher student relationship where it's like vaguely pedophilia, and it's like I don't know if you guys are doing that edition. We're doing but, the the young um adventures yeah. one. Okay, the Young Adventures one. Yeah, but I also, I don't like how Agnes is, like, a senior. Like, I don't like that. I preferred her being, like, the teacher. Yeah, but it's like, the the teacher was nice, but then also the teacher, because then it's like the, because I forget the guy's name that she has, like, the weird... Miles? Is that the one... I think so. Miles, the gelatinous slime. Chuck. That's cute. Yeah. Chuck. Chuck. It's the kid, because it's like, when she's the teacher in the version, then she, like, is hanging out with one of her students alone, like, in her house, because he's leading the D&D game, and then, yeah. And then, like, there's one scene in When She's the Teacher, where he, like, walks into her office, and and he's like, I think this is kind of weird, I don't want to do this anymore, and she's like, no, it's great, D&D, and it's weird. That's horrible. So... So when she's a student, at least it's vaguely less. I don't know. You know, I don't, I, I don't like she kills monsters. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, yeah. um, it's weird. Yeah, and we're forced to do it. So, um, that's really exciting. That was a massive tangent, but I think that was a pretty worthwhile one. Oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> down to spread the word and, I, and it's not even like i've never worked on a production of the show or read the script so i don't get to have a valid opinion on it i worked on a production of the show i've read the script several times we read the script in pre-college for one of our classes that's yeah. what i'm talking about I'm not a fan but that production does hold a special place in my heart because mm-hmm. yes yeah um do you want to talk about like um doing like scenery and props and stuff because for our school for the most part um, it's the teachers who do the scenery, um, and they're in charge, and I just, like, paint props and stuff, so I don't know if it's different. Yeah, so that's kind of a similar experience to what I had in high school. So my high school, we had student designers for everything except for scenery. Our, um, scenery department was, we had a adult who would do the design and also be the head of paint. And then we had another adult who was like the head of build and everything. And a lot of it was because of like time constraints and like just safety precautions. That's why adults did that because, or what I heard was that in the past they tried to have students scenic designers and it just like wasn't really working out. But um, as someone who had an interest in scenery, uh, part of the reason I was doing props was because I couldn't like be a scenic designer or whatever. Um, and it's interesting. I think. Well, do you do? Do your students do paint and build? So we don't really have build. So first oh. of all, we don't have a shop. We do this all in like an arts classroom. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. There is no like machinery. Um, yeah. Normally, it's like paint what you can and then like steal random couches from around the school that's a big thing um yeah yeah 
Yeah, we had uh, we had a little shop. Um, it was fun. It was <laughs> so messy. The floor was just covered in scraps of wood. Oh. So you, on the floor, you were just kind of walking over piles of scraps of wood, mm-hmm. which probably isn't that safe if you're like operating machinery, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was yeah. So I in high school, I also did a lot of build and stuff and I was the student master carpenter a couple of times I think I can't really remember but that basically just involved going to build a lot and then also oh god making build schedules I I had to do that one ish times you want to tell us what that's about it was you take a list of like everybody on the tech crew and you try to make a build assignments to like assign who's supposed to show up on what days and then related thing it was and like doing all that kind of got me interested in technical direction and stuff because i was like well i like scenery but i don't really like designing i like building scenery and i like figuring out how to organize the schedule and i like you know paperwork that's a first (laughs) yeah well that's also why i was stage managing i love a good spreadsheet Wow. I too like spreadsheets, so I'm with yeah. you on that. Yeah. Y'all are weird. You're um, you're age manager show. You better get like spreadsheet. You're gonna have to get organized. Well, oh, I prefer having like the SM like script and just like writing on the script and then having a bunch of sticky notes. Like that's my version of like yeah, paperwork. I, I mean, I did that, but I was also doing a lot of like conflict calendars and um contact sheets and things that required a lot of spreadsheets um because it's funny because i'm like i I don't think i'm someone who one would expect to be stage managing yeah yeah which i guess is part of why i don't plan on stage managing for my career just because you're not you don't look like Uh, i don't know i'm also like one of the least organized and messiest people i know (laughs) the funny thing is for me, like, I'm really terrified of stage managing because I'm scared that I'm going to be very unlikable and then I'm going to, like, <laughs> have a group of people who, like, hate me, you know? Well, they can get over that. <laughs> I, I, I think that a lot of the job is, you know, remembering that it's important to be friendly and that everyone's working as part of a team and, like... Even if you're, I guess, the boss of all the designers, all the designers are dealing with their own struggles and trying to figure out how to put the show together. And yeah, it was interesting. So the last show I stage managed, we had like a 70-ish person cast. So wow, yeah, God, wish. No, you do not wish. Seven zero. We have the opposite problem. We do not have enough people in theater at our school. So yeah. yeah, yeah, like every time we do an audition, like it's always prefaced with. If you audition, you're gonna get a role because we don't have enough people. Yeah, so, so this year, <laughs> yeah, but they're yeah. also very like they don't have enough actors. Like it's it's yeah, yeah. Really and no bad. one. Yeah, it's interesting mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, you talked about like um Zoom and like doing <laughs> productions over Zoom. I have um some interesting experience doing productions over Zoom. So how was that for you? It. It was interesting. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, it was one of the, 
better thing. I, I'm, I'm glad I was doing it because that was like a god awful school year, mm. you know, fully online. Yeah. So I think I'm, so I'm glad that I at least had some art stuff to do to keep me occupied. Um, but it was interesting. Yeah, I learned a lot. It, it was, it was difficult because like you can't really make friends or build any sort of community dynamic over Zoom. So as someone who was completely new to like my school's theater program and hadn't done theater in several years, and my only theater experience being like acting in a production of Midsummer. I was a lion and it was actually really funny because a lot of people I went to middle school with um, then went to my high school and a lot of them in the theater program were in that production and people remembered me as the person who was snug in Midsummer because I had the lion costume. Oh my God. So that was my claim to fame for a bit. That's amazing. Um, so speaking of like basically like everyone knowing what you did in like theater in middle school and in high school like are you excited to basically like kind of like rebuild like your like theater persona in a way like oh like this is like um you're not known as like the lighting kid anymore or something yeah. that's definitely something that um I've really liked about I well I feel like I've been becoming known as the scenery tech kid drafting the drafting kid because that's fundamentally who I am but it has been fun to like I guess you know maybe I'm really into sound or something or like something that I never did in high school because that because everyone I feel like especially in high school programs kind of gets like spitted into their slot and that's kind of all you do Mm -hmm. um I don't know. Maybe I'll just, like, really throw everyone off. Yeah, exactly. Throw everyone off and, like, become a sound designer or something. Maybe. Um, so I feel like, you know, Sonia's had a lot of time to talk. I was wondering if I could ask Ju- Julia. Um, I was going to say something that was really <laughs> Hold on. I was going to say that... Uh, um, like, the way that this program is kind of set up, allows us all to kind of experiment with what we want to do in drama since we're not allowed to like declare an emphasis mm. until like the second semester of sophomore year no, no, no first semester it's like the end of the, the first. end of first semester okay so the end of the first semester of sophomore year is when you're actually able to like declare a concentration within design and production which is really nice and we're all kind of now exploring all the different aspects of it which is kind of cool and allows you to kind of experiment with everything and see what you like and um it's also really nice because all of our classes sort of start at like the foundational level so even if it's I don't know, for example, me, lighting and sound are things I don't really know a ton about. So being able to, like, basically start with lighting 101 and sound 101, Mm -hmm. it's really nice that they're not, like, assuming we know things just because we go to theater college. Because there's a lot of stuff I don't know. So it's really nice that they sort of start us all off on the same level all around. And, you know, everyone kind of has, like, their thing they're good at because, obviously, I don't know, I, we're all kind of good at something, but we're all, but in the teaching, we're all basically defaulted to assumed, I don't know if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. that 
you know, learning basics. Yeah, so it's like there's no pressure to, like, kind yeah. of, like, feel like you're falling behind before you go to this program, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I think we've talked a lot. Do we yeah. want to wrap it up? Okay. Sure. Um, so for the last question, um, what is, like, your favorite class so far? Um, I think for me, it's probably basic design, just crazy. Um, especially since, like, because we had we had the same class in pre-college together. Yes. Um, it was with it's with Susan Sue, who's this incredible costume design professor. Um, um, which who I kind of connected with in pre-college, and now we have a visitor. Me over. This is Josh, who is one of our class. Say hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Bye, Josh. Bye, Josh. We're currently doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's, 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 okay. I don't know. Okay, back to basic design. So, um, I like it because it's like our like it's a very fun, like artsy kind of class where you get to kind of experiment with design and also I just really like the professor so mm, true Sonia my favorite class is drafting I think oh, who could have guessed <laughs> I like I'm lying <laughs> I'll talk about it what is drafting drafting is I guess geometric exact drawing you know what? making the scales of everything uh drafting mm-hmm. that's amazing great explanation um i think that's a, that's a i think that's a great way to kind of end this episode off just drafting is geometric lines um it's and relaxing. I I think it's relaxing. And taught by Dick Block. Yep. <laughs> Great. We're gonna we're gonna just stop talking now. Um. So thanks again so much for tuning in and listening to our podcast. Um. Yeah, it's great having you here, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Stay hydrated. Bye. Do you want to say bye? Bye. 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 bye.